Chapter 1 She Couldn't Do It After waiting two months, three weeks, four days, six hours, and a few nervous minutes, a niece, Anna Cartier, couldn't find the courage to open the envelope and discover her fate. Heck, it had been an easier act to change her name from Shirley Ann Carter to the one she now bore, and that's something that had belonged to her for 25 years. This dream right here, the fate of which she now held in her hands, had only been hers for a matter of months. Boomer, what do you think it says? Her best friend, a Bernese mountain dog that weighed almost as much as its owner, wagged his tail and trotted over. Here, she continued, holding the envelope down near the dog's nose. Do you want to read it and tell me? Boomer sniffed the paper, then walked back over to his pillow and plopped down on it. For him, the paper obviously didn't convey that it was something to eat. She reached over for a pair of scissors that was on her messy work table, amid acrylic and oil paints, brush sets, various types and scraps of paper, block pads, cold and hot press sheets, matting, frames, tissues, a soda can, and a half-eaten bag of potato chips. Her hand shook as she used the sharp edge to slit the envelope, the one showing the company name, the creative space in the return address. The creative space, leaving her hometown of Omaha, Nebraska, and becoming a student at the Kansas City Art Institute, she'd quickly learned that in the art world it was the place of legends. She'd know nothing about this Los Angeles treasure until she was 18 years old. That's when her favorite art teacher and now mentor Jessica Price told her all about the place where she'd fallen in love with art and with the man who was now her husband and father to their four kids. The place that was like an exclusive club. An artist couldn't just show up there. He or she had to be recommended and or invited. That's how a niece had gotten the inspiration to live her dream of moving to Los Angeles and learning from the best. The invitation to move to L.A. had come from her aunt, Aretha Williams. The recommendation had come from Jessica. Her phone rang, and, as had often been the case with the woman Anise swore was psychic, it was Jessica. I got it, Anise said by way of greeting. You did? Congratulations! No, I'm not sure whether or not I got the internship, but I got the envelope. Silence. I know I should open it, huh? Uh, that's normally how people find out they've been accepted into the mentorship program at the Creative Space. Anissa's scream caused Boomer to lift his chin off his paws and sit up on his haunches. He watched dispassionately as she tore open the correspondence, ripped out the single sheet of paper, and let the envelope fall to the ground. Anise scanned the contents quickly. It is our pleasure to inform you, she read, her voice rising with excitement, that you have been accepted for an internship at the Creative Space for our summer season, beginning June 1st. Oh, my goodness, Jessica, that's only six weeks away. Then I suggest you get off this phone and get busy packing. And if you need any help at all, Shirley, I'm just a phone call away. I appreciate that. And by the way... Shirley doesn't exist anymore. Come again? I changed my name. What? Why? It doesn't fit me. Never has, really. 
My legal name now is Anise. Okay. The way Jessica drew out the word suggested there was more she wanted to say, but didn't. I don't expect you to understand. It's not that. I'm just surprised is all. But hey, whatever floats your boat sails mine. Anise laughed. Thanks, Jessica. Do the people at the creative space know about this change? They will as soon as I respond. What about, what's his name? How does he feel about your new moniker? I couldn't care less how Joey feels. What I do is no longer his business. So your on-again, off-again love life with him is off-again? My on-again, off-again situation is over. Finished. Kaput. I swore that the last time I was with him was the last time, period, and I mean it. You've said those words before.